KZSU News Update for Wednesday, September 16th. A brief look at the Stanford University webinar on COVID-19 testing, an event held by Stanford Medicine earlier this month. Here's Stanford President Mark Tessier-Levine. I'm Mark Tessier-Levine, and I want to welcome you to this webinar regarding our recently announced COVID-19 testing program for the Stanford community. This program was announced just under two weeks ago on August 20th, and I'm pleased to say that it's now underway thanks to the dedicated work of many people, both here at Stanford and at the testing firms we're working with. Today, we wanna to share more information about the program, both how it was developed and how it's being implemented. We have an impressive panel of experts with us who've been involved in this project, and our moderator will be introducing them in just a moment. They'll each share information about the testing program, and then the panel will be addressing questions from you in the latter portion of our time together. The testing program we've introduced is an important part of our effort to support the health and safety of the Stanford community as we continue to confront the coronavirus pandemic. As you know, we've implemented protocols for on-campus work that include physical distancing, use of face coverings, enhanced cleaning of spaces, frequent hand washing, and other practices to combat COVID-19. Regular testing will provide an important way of confirming that these protocols are having the effect we want them to. And now I'd like to turn to our provost, Persis. Thanks, Tim. Um, and I'm just gonna speak for a minute, but I wanna address the origins of the testing program that we have just launched. Um, as I think you're all aware, we have been planning uh, all through the summer for the academic year that is just starting. And there have been many challenges and there have been many unknowns and surprises. Uh, but one thing we have known is that as our onsite population grows here at Stanford, we need to continue to take steps to support the health and safety of the community. Early on, we had steps with our Stay Safe program and our Health Alerts program, uh, where uh, the Health Check app, uh, individuals coming to campus would sign in and report their health status. And we really appreciate the uh, enthusiasm and compliance throughout the community. Uh, but we also realized that as we brought more people to campus, that a regular surveillance testing program for COVID-19 would be an important part of our response to the pandemic. That goes along in addition to symptomatic testing that continues to be offered through Stanford Healthcare and other healthcare providers. So early in the summer, I uh, asked uh, Lloyd Miner, our Dean of our School of Medicine to convene a task force to make recommendations on what kind of a testing program we should pursue. That group's work has led to the testing program that we have just launched. It has two pieces. There is a weekly on-site testing for our students, and then our faculty, staff, and postdocs who are doing regular work on the campus have access to a self-administered test that is recommended for use on a weekly basis. We are also working on a new bash dashboard that we hope will go live very soon that will provide metrics to the community on the outcomes of the surveillance testing. And it will just keep you updated on the prevalence of COVID in our community. That's Provost Persis Strell speaking during the webinar on COVID-19 testing. The webinar will air in its entirety tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. right here on KZSU. Here's what's happening today. 
Palo Alto city leaders are expressing some concern with additional COVID-19 cases due to some students being back on the Stanford campus. A community respite center from the poor air quality remains open all week at the Mitchell Park Community Center from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. The San Jose City Council is debating whether to ban the use of rubber bullets during crowded protests. Two more residents have been confirmed dead in the North Complex West Zone fire, which has destroyed 800 structures. Marin County is moving into Tier 2 substantial risk, which will allow additional businesses in that county to reopen. AC Transit will provide free face masks and hand sanitizers to riders on each of their buses. Trick-or-treating? Not advised, according to state health officials who urge parents to plan for a different type of Halloween this year. We're seeing better air quality in many parts of the Bay Area today and over the next few days, but it's just a break since smoky conditions are expected to return over the weekend. I'm Ken Durr, KZSU News.